Welcome back to the show. And I'm super happy that you're here. I'm Jackie Simmons. I'm the host of the show. This is, of course, the Suicide Prevention Show. And we are here to have a lot of fun. We're here to break the silence, start the conversation, and allow for normal to include conversations that truly matter. And this is a conversation that truly matters. And I am super happy to be introducing you to my guest for this episode. My guest for this episode is one of those people who believed in me, believed in the Make It A Great Day movement, and supports this journey that what you believe is a trauma inside of you or trash inside of you or the story that you don't want to talk about. And trust me, I get that. This is the woman who believes that it's all a treasure when you share it with a person whose life it can change. And without further ado, I want to introduce you to Becky Norwood. Becky, let's get you unmuted. Welcome. Whoop, that didn't work. The battle of the mute button. All right, you have to do it. I did. <laughs> Thank you for having me. How are you? I am well. I am well. You are just delightful, and I'm so glad you're able to be Aww. here. And, and full disclaimer, we are recording this in advance of the show. So um, that's because you're doing something totally, totally remarkable. You're actually on vacation. Me time. Actually, grandkid time too. <laughs> there we go. And so precious time had by all. And thank you for making the time to record this in advance of you going on vacation. So for everyone who doesn't know you, Becky, why do they need to know you? I mean, who who is Becky Norwood? Give us the you know the short synopsis of how do people know you? Uh, most people know me um, in the business world as a book publishing expert and somebody that has a passion to make sure the stories, the wisdom, and the expertise that we have within us is brought to light and shared with the world. On a more personal basis, I'm a, I'm a mom. I was a single mom for 20 years. I've been married for 13 now. I had two beautiful daughters, and when I met my husband, we blended our family up his three grown kids, my two grown kids, and now we have 10 grandchildren. <laughs> so we have quite a melting pot in, a, in our family and um, just camping, let's see, crafting, being with family, all those things are just the things that I enjoy. And that's what we're doing on vacation is camping. Camping, wow. Ah, those were the days. Okay, so you have 10 grandkids. Mazel tov, congratulations. Thank God it's you and not me. Um, <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> I know you do. I, and, and no slack. I got four grandboys, you know, super, super happy. Um, but 10, oh my God. All right. It's busy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. When I started the Make It a Great Day movement, and I started putting books up and you said, Jackie, do you want my book? And I said, are you kidding me? Of course I want your book. Your book, The Woman I Love, is such a heartfelt journey 
and it spoke to so many people who came into the influence of the Make It A Great Day movement. And when you said that now you're working on actually just helping other people shine a light on their treasure, whether or not they know that what they have is a treasure. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Becky, how did you decide that this is what you wanted to do? I mean, this is way beyond book publishing. It is, and it, it stems from my own past. And um, this is a copy of my book, The Woman I Love. It stems from probably from not having a voice for many years myself. I came from a family of a lot of abuse, um, every kind of abuse you can imagine. It took me well into my adulthood to really come to grips with it and discover that until and unless I could start loving myself, that there is no way that anybody could truly love me because I have to love me first. And it's, it's been quite a journey and a, a very amazing journey. But, you know, on this topic that you're talking about, I, between my husband and I, we've lost six family members to suicide. And it's been, a, it's been a tough journey because one of them was my own abuser, my father. And the, how it rocked our family and how it, um, you know, the survivors are the ones that suffer tremendously. The road to being whole after suffering from whatever that we've suffered from many there's not one of us that that live on this earth that don't have doesn't have something that totally rocks their world and really shakes them to where sometimes we go to the bottom of the barrel as far as how we feel about ourselves about how we really are present in our world and whether we're happy or whether we're we're just getting by and we're dragging ourselves through life. And we all, I think every one of us can relate to that. But it was through this process and the, you know, I was a single mom at that time. I had nine and 10 year old daughters when my father took his life. And that was the first time I'd ever lost somebody I knew, let alone facing suicide and trying to raise children and keep them together, keep my mom, my siblings all together. And what, what a journey, because I was a mess at the same time. <laughs> we usually are a mess. If our worlds are a mess, we kind of reflect that our insides and our outsides mirror each other. But you ended up being sort of the thread that held the whole family together. Yes, because I, I could, I knew the pain of not doing well. And I, I guess it's been part of my the flavor of who I am is that we, we take care of each other. You know, you just, as a caretaker or nurturer, that's what you want. And yet you still have your own journey of trying to even take care of yourself when you're going through these difficult times. But what I discovered is for, in, for myself and what I've observed for so many others is that the only failure in life is the failure to grow from what we have experienced. The failure to understand and realize the gifts that, we, that it brought to us 
and that we too, we can send, if we can begin to really, really hone in on what we've learned from our experience, that we begin to evolve and change and we begin to grow and we can come out of some really dark times. All right, so for anyone watching this who is currently going through dark times, take a deep breath. This is not about rushing the process. This is not about anything other than holding a space for you while you are going through the dark time. For those of us who have been through the dark times, just holding a space where it's safe for you to feel what you feel, experience what you experience, and for us to shine a light on what's possible so that you know that what you're experiencing right now is not permanent. What's coming is your ability to share what you're going through in a way that helps other people. And Becky, that's probably the greatest gift that I have ever received from you is your ability to go first and to say, look, if I can do it, it's okay to do it. Until I was 60 years old to get that courage. I used to hide it. I used to smother it. I used to battle with deep depression. I used to, you know, there's a lot of these things that, that happen. But interestingly enough, there's a certain power in being able to stand up and tell your story. But the power even over and above that is the very fact that as you sit and write that story, everything gets put in perspective. Things that, you know, you cry through it, you suffer, you struggle through it. But when you sit down and take the time to whether it's just journaling or whether you're going to write a book that shares your story of the things that you've gone through. And that's a process. It doesn't come easy. It took me many, many years before because there is no way uh, anybody was going to know the story of my past. No. It's something we, we, we keep down. We don't want to talk about. We don't want to expose ourselves. We don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want to, we, there's so many stigmas around all of this. And, and what the way society views. And, you know, for me, the pain of having lost um, family members to suicide, I know that I was, there were times that whether we want to say it or not, you face those same feelings yourself. Okay, I'm going to shine a light, name the elephant in the room. One of the indicators, according to the Center for Disease Control, of people being at risk for suicide is if they know someone who has taken their own life. So yes. for anyone who doesn't know this, just know that when you take your own life, it gives tacit permission for the people around you to consider that as a legitimate behavior as an as, as a path that's okay to walk and the reality is that we need you to stay so for everyone listening to this i just want to say we need you to stay we need you to stay we are all on this show the whole program that the make it a great day movement is about it's about you becoming an advocate for living for yourself and then an advocate for staying for everyone around you. Becky, you are an advocate 
for living and your journey coming out, writing your own book, going through this process, and now walking other people through the treasure hunt, which is how I view you, as, as you take people on a journey to discover hidden treasure, and not just treasure for themselves, but treasure for the tribe, even a tribe they don't know exists. So if you're watching this, just know, maybe your treasure is still hidden. There's a tribe that needs to hear it. So Becky, what's the first decision someone needs to make in order to put pen to paper on this journey? The decision is to do it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> the decision is oftentimes it's not a short journey. Sometimes it, takes, it can take years. And I remember when I first said, I'm going to write a book, I knew that immediately what the name of that book was, but getting it done, well, it took me about five years to finally, you know, to finally, I just came down to it. I tried to even convince my husband that he could write it for me. <laughs> so yes, I, I, I've been on that journey with my guy who thinks that I'm going to write his book. Yeah. I'm going to put it out there. You all, you cannot do it wrong. Whether it's the journey and the process and however long it takes is however long it takes and however short it takes is however short it takes. And I'm just going to call both sides of this coin. We can shame ourselves and should ourselves into doing nothing because we think it's taking too long or it's not taking long enough. This can't be right. I'm doing it too fast or I'll never get it done. This is not worth the effort. It's taking too long. No matter which two, B-O-O, -O, no matter which two you're putting on yourself, let it go. You can't do it wrong. So make the decision to do it. And then what's the next step? You know, what you just said was very interesting because I think shame, guilt, and fear are the three they're very low on the emotional scales of, of life. Shame, guilt, and fear keeps us so um, so many things that we could burst out of. And and once we can get get through those things and make a decision that we want to make a difference in this world and that and realize how important our story is, because truly. If you look around us, our world is going through, not just our country, not just our city, our world is going through massive changes right now. And it's an upheaval. There's a lot of things that are going on everywhere. And this is a time where um, a lot of us are saying, well, what's going on here? And, and how do we cope with it? How do we deal with it? But it's also a time when more and more people need to hear and know the strength of others and that, that they're not alone, that others have gone through this before them, but others have survived it too, have come out ahead and are now leaders in our world. And I feel we are all here for a reason. There's not one of us that haven't gone through something deep and hard, but at the same time, we have Life is preparing us to, to bring us to the point where we can share our treasured gifts. And it takes time to, ex to explore that. But it starts maybe even not just not writing a book, just journaling, just writing what you, what you feel. Sharing our treasured gifts starts with the assumption 
that you have gifts starts with the belief that other people will find treasure there, even if you don't see it, and that it's okay to share them, that you're the right person to write this. And Becky, I think that's one of the things that I got out of our conversations when I was just figuring out how to talk about what I don't want to talk about, was this ability to say that it's okay to share them. It's okay to decide that only I can tell this story because I'm the only one who lived it. It's okay to put pen to paper. And when push comes to shove, the journey is however long the journey takes. And I know you are very accepting and willing and the time that it took for your journey. And I'm the opposite side of the coin in that I didn't know I was on a journey, but the moment I decided I was, the writing took care of itself. So I'm just going to give everybody the heads up. When you make the decision that you're the right person to tell this story, you can't do it wrong. Whether it takes five minutes or five years doesn't matter. What matters is that you decide to get started. That's a lovely place for them to start, Becky. What's so good? Let's just go there. What's so good about sharing your story? What's happened for you since then? You know, not only did it bring healing to me, but it, 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 it helped me make sense of a tremendous a lot of things that happened. But when I published my book, I was really nervous about it. It's something that was just something in me that said that this is what I really needed to do. And I had to listen to that. And when I did, I became a number one international bestselling author. And I had, I understood the power of using social media to get your message out to the world. So when I published and it, it's getting sold and people were reaching out to me, men and women alike and saying, thank you for having the courage to write a story like that. Thank you for standing up and and champion for those as an advocate for others that have gone through the same thing it was awe-inspiring i had men and women both reaching out to me and what that does for you as an individual wow it's breathtaking on the flip side of it storytelling can heal lives it can transform others it can be a way to unite people that think they're all alone and have nothing really to live for. It can, it can transform lives. And that's what it did for me in the whole process, because somehow it makes sense. And when it got published and I saw it successful, it's like it released the weight of it off. It's just gone, you know? And it doesn't mean that we don't have triggers as we go through life, because life brings us triggers. Life brings us every day a new something or other that, that we've got to, okay, you know, what was that about? And I'm upset, whatever, <laughs> and I don't like that, and whatever. But at the same time, it's what we do with it and how we rise above it and how we learn to discover our special gifts. Each one of us have special gifts that are just buried in it that we start to discover. And it's that special gift. If one person could hear your message, wow, your story, what a difference that can make. So it's a uniting way. It's a way to be a unite, um, unite people. It's a way to show others the way. 
it's it's so many things. It's being an advocate for what is what is true and what is authentic and what is vulnerable. There you go. You know that's my favorite topic, being an advocate for you. When you put pen to paper and you start to tell your story, in that moment, you're being an advocate for yourself, that your voice, that your story deserves to be told. The minute that you share it with other people, then you're an advocate for the rest of us because you're willing to take us with you on the journey. So I'm just going to say, Becky, I know you have a gift. I've got all of that information. We're going to create a framework around this for everyone on the show so that they have access to it. Matter of fact, I'll probably do that even before we do the interview. The value of having support when you're ready to start thinking, not even doing, just thinking about telling your story, not even standing up and speaking it, but just thinking about writing it down, the value of having support. So how, how uh, I, I just, I want to ask you about the community that you have created because you are just attracting people to you. I mean, I met you because you were shepherding through a compilation book that I was an author of. You know, now we journey because you've been such an amazing support for the Teen Suicide Prevention Society. And, the, and before that was even thought of, the Make It a Great Day movement. What is it that pulls people together in this community? If there's a common thread that says, this community is for you if, what is it about your community? Who is it for? It's for those that really deep inside know there's something better and they want to be the voice that that shine that that speaks forth the truth and it's it's for the compassion the heart the caring that is so necessary that we all extend to each other and it it, it becomes something that it, it it really is a time to transform our love and our, our world into a place of much more peace much more love and compassion and wholesomeness for each other and if we can do that even one person at a time in our own little worlds it starts to grow and that's what it's done and in, in this regard it's it's done that um, i never ever dreamed that that this is what i would be doing at this place in my life it just would have never occurred to me even writing a book would have been 20 years ago, I would have never thought of it. But our world has changed a lot, too. And we have so much available to us to get our messages, our, our worth out to the world and show somebody else their own worth as well. It is that journey. And, you know, the idea that, I'm sorry, you just started me, I'm going, Oh my God, how many years ago? Because the story is as fresh as yesterday's headlines. And that's what I want to encourage everyone to grasp is that it does not matter how much linear time has passed. Your story is going to be brand new. It is going to be the story someone else is living. 
So if you would be willing, just be willing to decide that you have a story worth telling because we all do, especially Becky, you have convinced me that we all have treasure worth, worth uncovering and sharing. What's the fastest way for someone to overcome the resistance to this idea? I think it's making a decision. It's also, it is also, you know, um, seeking help where they need to seek help, getting somebody to stand by their side as they, they do that. And it can be a trusted family member. It can be trusted somebody in your community. It can be somebody that you're listening to on YouTube, on any of the medias that you suddenly hear something they said that resonated with you. There's so much at our fingertips now where we can we can get that journey started. And it's so important to watch for it. So the inspiration to get started is all around us. And I'm gonna be blunt. I'm gonna be blunt. There are going to be the voices in your head, if you're anything like me, that oh, yes. say, <laughs> you know, the ones that say, it's going to hurt someone if I tell my story. They're going to be angry with me. Other people's opinions and expectations and even the things that they've never said, but you're afraid they're going to feel. If you allow those to hold you back, you're depriving the rest of the world of the treasure. So here's my secret weapon. And Becky, I know you've got your own. So my secret weapon, don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And then when I wrote my story, I didn't use um, names and places that could incriminate anybody. Um, if, it, if somebody knew us very well, but my family's all spread out everywhere, you know, and we don't really know too much about each other's um, friendship, friends and everything else. But I changed locations, I changed names. Um, and so, so there's a lot of different ways to do things like that. I have a woman that is lost, actually lost two children to that they were both murdered within two years of each other. And she's been many, many years suffering and struggling. And now she's wrote a book for each of her sons and one for her. And, and in telling the story of her healing journey. And um, she's re really had a time even getting this far. It hasn't, they haven't been published, but they're written finally. And now she's, you know, now she's in the dreaming stages of what the cover is gonna look like, you know. Um, but she has a passion to, to, she's a gold star mom. And she has a passion to, to help others that are going through these trials sometimes to hear her journey to show that there is light, there is hope there is a reason to live. It is a case where life hands us things that we don't expect. Any life is sometimes a journey that bounces between total betrayal because we're not getting the deal that we thought we were getting and total self-sabotage because we're not giving ourselves the deal that we could be giving ourselves. And somewhere in between the two is our humanity that connects us with each other. I think the biggest problem for most of us is it's, it's caring too much about what other people think of us 
but on the flip side is being so incredibly hard on ourselves. Our self-worth is, and I don't think, I think just about everybody struggles with that in some time or another, but in even now I get, I'm being coached and the question I'm always asked, do you understand your self-worth? You know, what, what are you here for? What are you on this planet to do? And do you understand how worthy you are to be heard, to be recognized, to be seen, to be understood? And every one of us are. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. So the bottom line is every one of us deserves to be heard. Every one of us deserves to cut ourselves a little slack. And every one of us deserves to discover the treasure in our story that we've lived. And then when it feels right to share that with the rest of the world. So Becky, thank you so much for being willing to share your story and treasure with us on this Suicide Prevention Summit. It is sometimes a story shared, a secret shared is a secret no longer. And it is the secrets that make us vulnerable to the negative echo chambers. So let's get our thinking out on paper and then it's not a secret even if we don't share it. And get yourself in a community that gives you support to do that for yourself and then for the rest of us. So again, Becky, Thank you so much. Oh my God, we never even mentioned the name of your company. So Spotlight, which by the way, is one of my favorite words because it's the flip side of the elephant in the room that I named Eclipse when I realized I was invisible to myself. And Spotlight is the opposite of that. And you help people find their chutzpah, their ability to be in the spotlight in the middle of their own story in service to themselves and in service to others. Thank you. Thank you for just this beautiful conversation and the reminder that we're all here, that we've all, you know, that we're, we're here to link arms. We're here to do the best we can to support and make a difference in the world. And each little thing that we do counts, everything. It all counts, each little thing that we do. Wonderful words to end on. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Don't go anywhere. There's more to come. And I was right. There's more. Hang on. All right, Becky, tell them what you just told me. <laughs> okay, I, I think the one thing that I miss saying and should have said was that the greatest gift that you can give yourself is to love yourself. The greatest gift you can give your family and those that love you is to love yourself. And the greatest gift you can give this world is to love yourself. When you start loving yourself is when the world opens up. But it starts with you. It starts with you. Each one of us individually loving ourselves. That's it. <laughs> so the key to life is self-love. The key to finding your treasure is self-love. And when you struggle, 
Get a copy of Becky's book. Sometimes it's easier to start your own journey if you start out in someone else's footsteps. So the book is The Woman I Love, and we'll be posting links around that. And in the meantime, stay right there. We'll be right back with more. <laughs>